Hi, this is Tina Black, and this is the B-Series Podcast. Today, we'll be exploring untold stories of transformation and leadership. We hope you'll subscribe and check out the B-Books and send us your stories of transformation after listening. All right, I am sitting here with one of my favorite people in the whole world, Carlton Northern, who also happens to be one of our learning leaders here at Paul Mitchell, the School of Michigan. And he is genuinely, genuinely compassionate and kind. And I know when you hear him speak, you're going to feel it exactly what I know. And I can tell you, every single one of our future professionals that he works with here at Paul Mitchell School in Michigan says the same thing about you. And Carlton, welcome to this podcast interview, first well, thank, of all. Thank you, Tina. <laughs> thank you very much. And you started with us since, what, 2011, became yeah. an instructor. Yeah. All right, talk about your journey, first of all, to get to this because I was shocked when I met you that you actually wanted to be a learning leader. And the reason why I was shocked because you were a celebrity hairstylist and we'll talk about that um, but leaving that lifestyle somewhat to be able to come and work with us I'm like why why a learning leader but I actually realized later that you're just such a giving compassionate person all you want to do is give back first of all where did that come from and well, why did you become a learning leader well just giving back I think that came from really my mom yeah. you know I think I got I stole I stole her soul part of her soul. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Um, she's always giving mm. to the neighborhood. I mean, our from house, day one since day you were one, a kid. Yeah, our house was yeah. always the meeting house. Uh, everybody's kids was at my mother's house, so Aww. you know she fed everybody in the neighborhood, bought popsicles for everybody. So I get that kind of honestly. I was kind of raised like that. As far as becoming mm. a learning leader. Actually, my buddy Ivan got me into it. Yeah. Okay. He was my mentor. Um, he was responsible for me becoming a hairdresser. Really? Yeah. So wow. We kind of grew up together from junior high to high school. And then he went on to do hair, and I ended up working down the street from him. So really? I'd go down to his job on my lunch hour, and I became a hairdresser from that, okay, from wow. his, him persuading me there. How many years ago was that? That what was year? 19. Woo, come on now. <laughs> Before most of you were born, let right, me put it that way. 1979 is when 1979. I started my journey wow. as a hairdresser. So wow. I started um, part-time. I took a, like a, a leave of absence from my job. From What were you doing? I was working at this place called Comprehensive Health, which is now called yeah. HAP. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, HAP. I know what right, that is. Right yes. on the boulevard in yep. John C. Lodge. That's yes. what, and I worked in the purchasing department, ordering all the medical supplies and things of that nature. Wow. And uh, he used to come down and say, man, I worked so hard last night. Mm -hmm. You know, and he used to brag on how much money he made and yada, yeah. yada, yada. And, uh, and I compared it to what I was making. I'm like, maybe I need to do some hair. Ah, <laughs> thank you, Ivan. <laughs> so, yeah, That's that, interesting because even then, it was definitely always 
a woman dominated industry, right? So yeah. was that was that uncomfortable for you to get into this industry? Like share that story. You know, actually it was rather fun because yeah. me and I have been more the dynamic duo back then. Wow. I mean in, in yeah. Detroit people when they thought about Ivan, they thought about Carlton. Wow. Okay, because we was always yeah. together. We wore suits to work. Yeah. Yeah, suit and tie. That's yeah. so awesome. Suit and tie. Suit and tie, yeah. We, yes, 1979, yeah. because we wanted to be respected. Plus, we also wanted them to know that we like women. Okay, so that yeah. whole suit and tie. <laughs> <laughs> the whole suit tie thing kind of worked without yeah. saying anything. Right. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, and it kind of um, distinguished us from the rest of the Ooh, male Distinguished yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. And to be respected. And that's so true because you got to be so respected and you're so respected here. You still always are dressed on point, which well, I think is you. awesome. Because I'm always like, yeah, I can see why Carlton is so respected. I think part of it is just your image and the way you dress. I think okay. that's part of it. But the, also the way you carry yourself so talk about your journey as a hairdresser like your highs and your lows give me some highs and lows oh boy <laughs> i got so many highs and lows and you're writing a book right now yeah so we'll, we'll be able to we'll read that book that. someday yeah, someday yes. We, yes it's still hush hush though. yes okay but anyway yes. my highs and lows okay so i, I went into beauty school i'm gonna give you the, the uh, very short version dropped out of beauty, beauty school I uh, went under apprenticeship with Ivan for two years. So apprenticeship, was, okay. So yeah. you studied under him instead of going to a cosmetology yes. school. Yes, because so you can do that in like, Michigan. Yeah, it yes. took me like three years. Yeah, three years. To get my, okay. my license. So yeah. now it's like 19, what, 82? Right. So mm -hmm. I finally got licensed in 83. Okay. And then um, through my journey after that, I kind of broke ways with Ivan. And I immediately started uh, traveling with Aretha Franklin. And how did that happen? Hello, not everybody gets to travel with Aretha Franklin. Okay. <laughs> she is a icon, yeah, right, yeah. in the music industry, especially in Detroit. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Ivan tell used to do who, her hair. Tell oh, Ivan used to do her hair. Yeah. So, how'd you get the gig? Okay, so she came into the salon one day. She was married to Glenn Turman, and Ivan did Aretha's hair, and I did Glenn Turman's hair. Okay. And um, then, you know, me and I have been parted ways and I moved to another salon and she called me out of the blue and I didn't believe it, to be wow. honest with you, Tina. I, I thought they was playing with me yeah. at the salon. I'm like, that ain't Aretha, come on now, why y'all doing this to me? So wow. when I got, I believed my story so hard, I asked her to sing for me. And wow. she was like, Carlton, I'm not going to sing for you. Stop. But I guarantee you this is Aretha Franklin. Not. Yes, I did. So did she sing? So, so you know I felt real small. I wanted to crawl into a box. So So how did you figure out that it was her? Did she actually sing a song? No, no, oh, no. She, she said, I'm not going to sing a song. And I was like, but I guarantee you this is Aretha Franklin. I'm like, oh, my God, Miss Franklin, I'm so sorry. Why did you think it was at that point? Because just the way I, I, her demeanor. I kind of heard that her point. voice. I kind of heard You're her like, voice, okay. and she sounded pretty serious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so, great. so I'm like, well, what can I do for you, Miss Franklin? Oh. Well, Carlton, I want to get my hair blonde. You think you mm. can color my hair blonde? Stop. Yeah, I said, wow. yes. I so you were the first one to color her hair blonde? Yes. And, wow. And uh, listen, Tina, I was so excited to do her hair when she came into the salon. I. Uh, I put the color in the, in the uh, tint bottle, 
put it on her hair, sat there for like 15 minutes or so, doing nothing, absolutely didn't nothing. Move. Yeah. And then it dawned on me that I didn't put the developer in the color. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Oh, Lord. He's like, well, this color is not budget. <laughs> we need something stronger. <laughs> right. And it dawned on me, so I had to tell Aretha, I'm like, Aretha, yeah. you're not going to believe this. Yeah. But uh, she said, well, Carlton, I said, I'm so excited to do your hair that uh, I forgot to put the developer in the color. She That's said, awesome. She said, what are you going to do, Carlton? She trusted you from yeah. that point, didn't she? Yeah, because yeah. you were honest with her. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. incredible. So I said, yeah, I'm going to put the developer in the color. And like you said, from that point on, I think it just bonded our relationship because I didn't try yeah. and work my way around it. I didn't try and, you know, put some more color on top of it. I just yeah. told the truth and, yeah. you know, and whatever the consequences were, that's yes. what it was going to be, you know. And I pretty much kind of lived my life like that. Yeah. You know, if I make a mistake, I make a mistake. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. It's okay. People aren't perfect. Yeah. You know, so I make mistakes. Everybody does. And, you know. How do you do that? Because I want to talk about that for a moment because I really feel that authenticity that you have to be authentic um, comes from the fact that you own mistakes. But where did that come from? Where... How can you make mistakes and be okay with it? Because I coach a lot of people, mm -hmm. and they get really frustrated by their own mistakes. And mm -hmm. I actually tell a lot of people, I'll say, all right, I want you to have, because they, they won't admit their mistakes ever mm -hmm. to me, ever. Mm -hmm. They're like afraid. They're yeah. perfectionists or whatever you have, <clears throat> right? And, um, and I tell them, I want you to have a failure party. So mm -hmm. I want you to send me every single night um, on the emails, where did you fail? Mm -hmm. Where did you fail? Because I want you to be excited about your failure because I believe that failure has to be your friend. And it's mm -hmm. okay to yeah. make mistakes because that's how you're going to learn, right. Right? right? So where did that come from for you? Well, I think just throughout my whole life, you know, I've always, uh, even in elementary school, uh, you know, I sang in the choir, mm -hmm. you know, you hit a wrong note, it's okay. Yeah. You know, you hit a wrong note. You so know, you I, never got berated for it? No, I mean. Or in you, trouble? You know, never got in trouble, tr mm -hmm. you know, but if you make, if you make one of those huge mistakes, you're going to know about it, but from your parents. So. Yeah, of course. Okay, but the things that you, you do upon your own, you're supposed to grow from it. Yeah. You know, you know, I never was that mischievous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What do you think causes people to be mischievous, if you will, or not not admitting their mistakes? What do you think? I think they feel like they're supposed to be really perfect. Why do you think? Where do you think that comes from? I think How that can comes you combat from it? parenting. From parenting. Okay, so then let's say um, it comes from the parenting. I agree with you. I think it's like this traumatic thing. Mm -hmm. So how can you recognize it, A, and then how can you grow past it? What's your advice? Well, my advice, uh, first you, you need to know, you need to ex love yourself and accept yourself. Okay, yes. No, knowing and And how loving. do you do that? Because I know it took me years to love myself, okay. right? And uh, so how do you do that? What's your best advice? My best advice is really look in the mirror and ask yourself, mm. well, who am I? Yeah. And then yeah. I, I talk to myself. To you talk to yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do too now, too. <laughs> yeah, I talk to myself and always yeah. have. I'm like, well, yeah. who are you and who do you want wow. to be? You That's know? amazing. And then, you know, yeah. I think the exercise for me, I had to talk out loud. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't just think it. Yeah. I had to say it out loud. Well, my name is Carlton Northern. 
And today, I want to play the best round of golf that I've ever played. Yes. Okay. That's good. So, you know, and to me, that's just reinforcement mm -hmm. of what I want to do that day. And, um, you know, and I got my own back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. So, talk to yourself in the mirror. I yeah. love it. That's what I started doing, actually. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's crazy because I remember watching this little video of a five year old girl, and it's a funny video. And she's st standing in front of the mirror. And it's funny, she's older now, but mm -hmm. it went viral this video, YouTube video. And uh, she says, um, I love my hair. I love my haircut. I love my family. Mm -hmm. And she's just like loving on right, herself. Right, right. And so, what happens to that five year old little? girl what happens to that five-year-old little boy you know mm -hmm. the, someone's listening to this right now and saying you know what I can't even look in the mirror yeah. right now and yeah. tell myself that I'm amazing like I can't and I yeah. there was a, a lot of years I couldn't yeah. do it you know yeah. it took a long time I think a lot of times um, you know through life trials and tribulations you know if you allow things to really beat up on you yeah they they invest themselves a lot more than all the positive things. Yes. And I think the hole is a lot uh, harder to dig out of so you can even see the sky. You're yes. So, so deep in that hole, you don't even see the sky. Yeah, how do you get out of the hole? How I do you mean, get out of there? If you're by yourself, if you don't have a support mechanism, you really got to really talk to yourself and say, I'm greater than this. Yeah. You know, one day at a time, one moment at a time, one minute at a time. I agree with you. Let's go back to uh, Aretha Franklin. Okay. So tell me about doing her hair. So you finally get her hair blonde. Okay, yeah, I got yeah. her hair blonde. Okay. Yeah. So now, uh, this is like 1983. Yeah. Yeah. 1983. So she, her hair's blonde. Then she asked me, Carlton, you think you want to go to New York with me to shoot the album cover? Uh, well, you know, You're like, yeah, Hello. duh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Rita, I'd yeah. love to. Now, this, mind you, I'm still a rookie. I just got my license, okay? Okay. And this is my first trip out of town, pretty much, okay? Yeah, this is my first trip out of town, you know, other than going with my family somewhere, flying, you know, to New York, okay? And uh, I let her know that I'm there. Uh, long story short, she gave me the game plan, and then the next day, it's, it's photo shoot time. Well, she told me who, who was doing the, uh, the cameraman, and that was Francisco Scabulo. Wow. Way Bandy was the um, makeup artist. And wow. He was, he was like a legend throughout the East Coast. I mean, so these guys are at the top of their game. And then there's Carlton, you know, the rookie from Detroit, you yeah. know, that Aretha wanted to be there. I set up, but I'm, I'm watching Way Bandy paint Aretha's face, and I mean, he's amazing. I mm -hmm. was in awe, you know, I couldn't even mm -hmm. set up for wa watching him, you know what I mean? <laughs> but her hair was already done, so I didn't really need to do too much, you know, because mm -hmm. I did it before we went to the shoot. Yeah. Okay, and just touched it up, and I did it the night before. So, um, he does her face, and I mean, her face is beautiful. And uh, so we, they sit her, they choose the gown, and then they sit her where they wanted, and you know, and Francisco started shooting, and every time he shot, this big boom goes off. You know, he had these big old searchlights, and, 
and it sounded like a boom. <laughs> wow. Every time he shot it scared to be Jesus out of me. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you know, it scared me, really, yeah. because it was that loud. Give me yeah. some highs with working with Aretha, some more highs, and then we'll talk about some a couple more highs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I was at the uh I was at the uh, the Grammys when she stood in for paparazzi. I guess I'm pronouncing his name right. You know what I'm yes. saying. Yes. Yes. Um, I was there when she got the Lifetime Achievement Awards. I was there when mm -hmm. she got the Kennedy Center Honors. Um, I was there in, in Boston when she got her doctorate. Yeah. I, wow, you get to experience some amazing things. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I did the Snickers commercial, the MacDLT commercials, Folgers commercials, Wheel of Fortune commercial, American Express. I've done David Letterman, Jay Leno, dancing yeah. with the stars. I, I, you know, yeah. I could talk all day. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. And, and I know when we talk about lows, I know the biggest low is losing her oh, in your life. And I'll never yeah. forget that because you still worked uh, with her as you've been an instructor here, which yeah. is awesome. So I, I love, first of all, I love the fact that she believed in you when you were very, very green. Yeah. And, uh, and she... Uh, continued to keep she kept you all of, how many years 35 years 35 years and then um, we just lost Aretha tell me about that experience losing uh, Aretha I know it was a really hard yeah. experience for you yeah, when I got the news I was here at school I knew she was sick though you know because uh, I go to do her hair and uh, it take a couple of days to do her hair mm-hmm you know, she was weak. And she said, Carlton, you know, I may shampoo it, color it. And she said, that's all I can do today, Carlton. Can you come back tomorrow? Yeah. You know, so, mm -hmm. yeah, of course I can come. Yeah. Whatever you need, you know. But, uh, yeah, I got the news of her passing. And I had planned to go down there actually that day, you know, because we were in between hairdos, actually. Uh, I did her hair, and then she, then I called her the next day, and the next day, and she said, Carlton, I'm just not feeling up to it. I'm like, but just call me whenever, you know, and I had planned to go down there that day, but, and they gave me the news. And uh, actually, one of her security called me and said, I want you to hear from me before you hear it over the air, or, you know, the yeah. television. Mm -hmm. And uh, I lost it. Sean was here that day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I yeah. left. I left. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I, thought I got home and Channel 4, Everard and Everard Casimi, he and I are very close. And he called me and asked me, did I want to do an interview? And I said, Everard, I don't know if I can hold it together. And he said, well, take a couple of hours, Carlton. Take a couple of hours and let me know. And then I thought about it, I thought about it, thought about it, should I, should I not, should I, should I not, you know, but I had so much love for her mm -hmm. that I wanted to, I wanted people to know how much I loved her. Wow, that's yeah. beautiful. It's what's so amazing about this industry and one of the reasons why I got into it because it's really not about doing hair no. <laughs> at all. Yeah. It's not about hair. 10% maybe. 10%, yeah. <laughs> Talk about your experience as being a hairdresser. Like, what, what's that been like for you? So you tried the ownership and yeah, realized, I tried oh man, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it was good for a while. 
Okay. Well, you know, had a good run. And I mean, we were busy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know quite what I was doing, you know, but I knew that uh, I wanted to surround myself pe with people that uh, were passionate about him. Yeah. Okay, and, and I did that. I accomplished that. Yeah. And then I fell out with the owner because they weren't fair. Gotcha. Uh, you know? Yeah. They just leased the building and, you know, and then on and on and on. So I was like, okay, enough of this. Let's yeah. Cut my losses. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to go here. You know, you can't talk to my clients any kind of way. This is was a bad move for me. Gotcha. So yeah. I can tell anybody what to look out for. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what a successful salon yeah. <laughs> looks like yet. Yeah. Okay, well, What should career. you look out for then? Because we, I mean, I talk to my students, every brand new, we call it core class, mm. and uh, it's about 80% of hands actually go up that want to own a salon. So mm. what advice would you give them of what to look out for? Well, first you got to do your investigative work. You need to know what a hot water tank costs. Before yes. you even go into a salon, because 100%. they're gonna break down. Yes, they do. We have replaced every hot water heater in every yeah. one of our salons and businesses. They're gonna break down. <laughs> and some of them we need too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you need yes. to yeah transfer the water, the, yes. the heat. But uh, that you need to know what the rent is, and you need to know if they're gonna keep everything clean if you're in a strip mall. I mean, there's a lot of variables yes, that go into a lot. a lot of variables. Um, you need to know how you're going to set up your tax situation, you know, yes. because, you know, if I knew what I know now, um, I would have went about things differently, mm -hmm. okay, because I grew up booth renting, okay, and that's just not the way to go, okay? It doesn't really set you up for success. Yeah, and why do you say years. that? Why did it not set you up for success? Because I, I, you, you, you get that money in your hands and you think it's yours. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> You yeah, and you're yours. like, no, I guess I owe uh, 50% yeah, 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 to the government. <laughs> no, you don't even think like that. You, you yeah. say, okay, I got, oh, dang, I made 2500 Oh, I'm going to spend 22 of it. Right. You know, and a lot of yeah. hairdressers look at that money and, and without responsibility. Right. Okay. okay. Without thinking so about the future. So be responsible. Be yeah. responsible. Think about your future plan for your future, yeah. however you go about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, being an independent contractor, I mean, there's so many uh, choices you can do in the in the beauty industry. An independent contractor, you have to have a really strong business strong mindset. Strong business sense and discipline. Yeah. And discipline. Keep, th uh, keep a third and save two-thirds. Yes. That's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> you good. need that rainy day money. 100%. <laughs> keep a third, right. save two-thirds. Yeah. And, and so talk to the hairdresser that's listening to this or the future hairdresser that says, okay, um, I want to work in a salon. And it's so funny. I just giggle when I hear hairstylists say, oh, they're keeping 50% of my money. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, right. right. They're lucky to net 5% of mm. that money, yeah, right? Yeah. Because of, like you said, all the taxes and all the expenses right. that go into it. And so truly understanding what are the expenses and what what's a great way for them to, to learn that part of the business? What would you recommend to someone that wants to go into business? How could they learn it? Um, through a salon owner, a successful salon owner. Yeah, get a mentor. Here, yeah. <laughs> Talk to them, have them coach you. Know, you. Yes. You, look, you know, if you, if you like the way a salon looks, you look at how long they've been in business, that's yes. a pretty good indicator that yes. they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, how long have they been in business? Right. Yep. You know, because mm -hmm. normally three, I would say three years you're stable, 
maybe three to five years, you you can you've made it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because at three years, I mean, you know what you what to expect. Right. So in five years, you should be showing a profit. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, and educate yourself. I one of our greatest, um, I think, links that we send our students to is www.thisuglybeautybusiness.com. Oh wow! Because it really helps you to understand the difference between being an independent contractors versus having employees. Yeah. And so I sent a lot of salon owners, and then of course Sean and I started a business called Next Level Salon Business. So mm-hmm. we have a six month course of business and leadership skills because mm-hmm. I was tired of watching my students open salons and then fail just like your situation i said okay this is our new ministry we're going to really help our students we're going to help um salon owners stay successful because there's a lot of salon owners out there now still doing it wrong yes absolutely (laughs) and so they need to join our course because i'm telling you it has shifted and changed lives it's helped people understand this is the business sense that i need business skills that i need these are the leadership skills because Mm -hmm. gone are the days when you can just tell people People what to do and they're going to do it. No, right. you have to empower and lead people and yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, train them, coach them right. in a whole different level, not just in their business, but in their personal life right, as exactly. well, too. Yeah, because right? you want them to be well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah, when I first started doing hair, I think I got, um, I got 30%. Okay. 30%, yeah. 30%. Healthy salons is yeah, 35%, 40%. And exactly. they had a scale. They had a, uh, a climb, uh, what do you call that, uh, a climbing scale? Yeah, sliding scale, sliding exactly. Sliding scale, that's yeah. the word I was looking Many for. Many salons have that to yeah. create. And so once I reached a certain uh, dollar amount incoming, you know, I got an increase, right. 5%, 5%. Yeah. It was never 10%. Yeah, it's know? a smart, smart yeah. way of doing I business. I think when I left that salon, I was up to 60%. Right. Okay, yeah. but I won a trip to Paris through them, you mm-hmm. know, because I was bringing in the dollar amount. Right. Yeah. That was needed. Are you doing hair still? You know, I just recently stopped. Okay. Um, so you retired? Kind of. Semi-retired. You know. It sounds like I'm, my husband in the law practice. I'm, I'm kind of blaming it on my, <laughs> my emotions right now. My emotions are all over the place. Uh, yeah. You know, That's smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I didn't. I didn't want to uh, inflict that on my, my few clients. Yeah. So I just stopped. Plus, you know, I was still in a booth rent salon. Okay. Yeah. And um, it, it, it wasn't advantageous for me to sit there and pay that money and not have a return. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I just for stopped. Sure. Even though, you know, I was mentoring a lot of them because they were like 10, 15 years younger than me. Yeah. You know, but it just didn't make sense. And, uh, and, I didn't want to put that pressure on me. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, you're a learning leader here in the Palm Mental School. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, uh, what? Why do you love being a learning leader? A, mm-hmm. and uh, what advice do you give all the instructors, learning leaders out there that are listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, first of all, I love giving back. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think about it, and I, like it's, we say, I've been here eight years, and I think about all the success stories that has come out of this school. Yeah. I mean, it's Which just... Which one sticks out in your mind the most that 
that was love, close I to love, me. Yeah, I love that you keep in contact with the future professionals. Oh, I yeah. see you on Facebook, and you're like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, and yeah. I know you can see it on your face too when you hear a story, a success story yeah, too. Yeah. So, so how do you stay true to the culture? And what advice can you give all the learning leaders across the nation? How do you stay true to the culture? <clears throat> well, well, you have to apply the culture to yourself. Ah, yes. And how do you do that? Like, does you know, it come natural to you? Well, not every day. Not every day. Okay, no, so how do you day. intentionally apply it then? Um, I, just as much as the students feed off of me, I feed off of them. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if my day is, uh, you know, so-so, yeah. then I'm going to go to someone that's happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just steal a little bit of their joy today. Oh, you that's know? good. It's true, so true that yeah. energy rubs off with people. Yeah, yeah. I 100% agree. That's why I love Lisa in this building, because Lisa makes me happy. Yeah. And I knew, yeah. she's been with me the longest, Lisa Martin, and I knew when I hired her, I hired her because she was going to keep me happy. Because yeah. I yeah. know I can go to Lisa, and she's going to make me laugh. Yeah. You know, she gives me a look. Because people need that. I mean, you know, you never know yeah. what they're going through. People no. going through. And I know I needed some days. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I lost my mother right after losing Aretha. And I'm like, oh, wee. How much more can I take? And then my sister got cancer. How did you get through this? And then through your sister got cancer. Yeah. I yeah. just got a lot of faith. Okay. I got a lot of faith. And, uh, you know, like I say, I, I talked to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, the students say to me that they can't believe how strong you are. I talk to students all the time about you. They yeah. absolutely love you, and and, uh, and I know you said faith. Uh, talk more about that. Talk to someone right now that's really struggling, that's like, man, I don't know if I have faith. Like, why should they have faith? Why does that help you? Um, faith has always gotten me through any adversity, and, uh, you know, I just feel like God is in me, you know, wherever I go. He don't leave and come back, you yeah. know. You know, he's in within me, okay. And and I'm I'm strong about that. I feel that. And so when I have opportunity to help someone, that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And if I feel like God is in me, then I know that He's working it out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So for you know you have, whatever it is for you, I don't know, but I believe in God. I believe in faith, you know, and uh, I trust it. Yeah. You know, even and um, and that my faith hasn't always been this strong, um, but after a while, when you go through so many things and you you come out okay, you mm -hmm. know, you're maybe even stronger than you were before. You got to believe mm -hmm. that you know it's a power bigger than you because if you reflect back and say, boy, you was a mess. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. And now you're through it. Okay? Mm -hmm. And you're better. Okay? You're stronger. You might miss somebody. Okay? But you're stronger. Yeah. And your faith is stronger. You got to, you can't take that for granted. Yeah. You I know? love that. Yeah. You just yeah, can't that's take beautiful. it for granted. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's interesting because many people that I interview, of course, on this podcast, but many people that I talk to that have gone through adversity say the same exact thing, and, yeah. and I'm a believer, of course, as you know as well, oh, too, yeah. and, and I know that it's only faith that gets me through my yeah. adversity yeah. to make that stronger, and, and so talk to the person that's going through adversity right now, and they're just like, 
I don't know if I believe in God. I, I don't know. Like, what, what should they do? Like, what's some first steps that they could do? Pray. Just pray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's just. That's good. Ask, ask for God to just show you the light. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. just maybe just, maybe just sit still, be still for a minute. Yeah. Just be still and get into yourself and, and you know, God will touch you. I just, you know, for those who really are going through something, you know, allow God to work through you. Just be still. Yeah. We're trying to figure it out yourself. That's just good. be still. Perfect. And, uh, and I guarantee you, you know, if you have just a little bit of faith, he'll overwhelm you with the rest. Yeah. <laughs> just a little, that just kind a little of mustard seed. Just a little That's powerful because you're not talking about going to church and you're not talking about religion. You are talking about literally a relationship a with relationship. God. A relationship. Just one-on-one. Yeah. Just you and him. Call him up. Yep, call him up. <laughs> yep. He's got lots of cell phones. Yeah, call him up. <laughs> lots of phone numbers. Yeah. It's endless phone numbers. Right, right, Just call right. him up. That's the way I feel. Yeah. I call him up. That's Lord, all it is. I need you now. Yeah. You yeah, know? sometimes my prayers are just like help. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah, I can't just say give it me anymore. direction. Put point me in the right direction. Yeah. You know, I do that. I I say a prayer, Lord, watch over me while I'm in my travels. Yeah. Every day. It's beautiful. Yeah. So um let's let's switch gears here before okay. we close out. Um what advice uh, you've been with us for eight years. What advice would you give every future professional right now? to help them be successful in their careers? Okay, first of all, uh, I'm old school, I'm a dinosaur, so I don't really believe in the cell phone thing all the time. Yes. Okay, I do believe in uh, promoting yourself. Yes. Okay, but I think that you need to um, uh, release the cell phone for one. Focus on one thing at a time. Don't be, don't try and do too many things at one time. Nail one thing, come back and nail another, come back and nail another. Uh, uh, be busy um, when you're not busy. Yeah. I like that <laughs> quote today when he said that. Yeah. I'm like, I've got to use that. Be busy when you're not busy. Be what busy you? when you're not busy. Yeah. And how do you do that? Like, what do you do to stay busy? You got to ask yourself, well, why am I sitting down? What yeah. can I be doing? Yeah. I could be braiding, yeah. you know, and I think about that because I'm not the best braider. Yeah. Okay. So start braiding. You, you start braiding. Yeah. You and know? you never stop. I love that about you, Carlton. You're always, always like moving around on the floor and seeing who can you help, who can you add value to, who can mm -hmm. you be there for. And I love that about you. you're always working on your craft. And I think that's amazing because you can always be. And I think one of my daughter, um, who does big numbers in the salon, she was off for a while because she had a baby. Mm -hmm. And she got jumped right in. She does $1,000 days, $1,200 mm -hmm. days. And so she was like, I'm exhausted. So to jump from zero after just having a baby to $1,200 days, she had to go to the chiropractor. She yeah. could barely move, yeah. right? And so it's just, it's hard. So you have to build up that stamina and that strength of being oh, on definitely. your feet all definitely. day, right? It's not I'll, an easy I'll feel. I'll give you another little tip. You've got to have a, a, a change of shoes. 
Change of shoes. Change, I love it. Yeah. Uh, you can't work. Yeah, and stay 10, on your 12 feet hour so you days can get in the same practice. pair of shoes because yeah. they'll start feeling like bricks. Yes. You know, and you'll be walking around with mortar on your feet. Yes. <laughs> you There's know? nothing worse than when your feet hurt. Oh yeah. yeah. Wouldn't they just feel heavy? Change of shoes. I love change, it. Change okay. of shoes. Focus on one thing at a time. Be Focus busy when you're not busy. Yeah. Change of shoes. Anything um, else? Let me see what else. Um, I'm gonna give them some real good advice now. Um, Eat healthy. Eat healthy. That's uh, good. And uh, what does healthy mean, eating healthy? Well, you know, I can eat anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carlton but, is very thin. We're looking at him. Uh, uh, He's yeah, a so, twig. But yes. I, I do do fruits and veggies. I don't yeah. do them often. I yeah. mean, I do, but I, I get them in. Take my vitamins, okay? Yeah. Uh, um, so be healthy. Yeah, be yeah. healthy. Have you know a healthy regimen. You know what that is for you. Healthy yeah. regimen. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see what else. Um, make sure that um, you have a mentor or two. Yeah. Okay. Mentors. Mentors are huge. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And, and not just look at their page, but reach yeah. out to them. Reach out to them. Ask them questions. Yeah, ask them questions. Reach yeah. out to them. One of the biggest things that bothers me is when someone will um, be around me and they don't ask any questions. Mm -hmm. And it's like, really? Right. You know? Yeah. Like, be curious. Right. Ask questions, you know? Right. Right. And so I, I always try to come prepared when I'm around my mentors to right. always have in my back pocket of what are some questions that I could ask them. Okay. And so just like getting into their mindset because you're always going to pick up really great cues and ideas and when you're in front of your mentors don't do all the talking yeah just yeah, stop listen. yeah listen yeah. to your mentor and be coach and ask them those hard questions yeah i had a yeah. buddy uh james harris he used to work for revlon he's one of their top platform artists and he was based in new york and uh i used to always call him once once i got the courage to get his number okay wow i'm like okay now you know what this means james yeah i'm gonna be blowing up your phone and we didn't have cell phones yeah. back then so i was calling you know landline to landline mm -hmm. but I, you know i wanted to know about being a platform artist because yeah. that's what he was and that's what i was and you know so you know he gave me little tips say get your rest do the hair and go to bed don't be partying, Carlton. Don't party. Yes, don't yeah, party. Don't I think party. that's another good advice. Yeah, it's a get, job. Get it's, sleep. Yeah, get, get some sleep. Get sleep, don't party. Yeah. Yes. You need to rest. Yes. And show up on time. And on yeah. time means at least 45 minutes early. Show up on time. Yeah. I love it. Whenever I have to do, whenever I had to do anything uh, for Aretha, I always was there 45 minutes before her. Wow. Why is it that hairdressers are notoriously late? That is one of the things. It's one of my pet peeves. Because I'm like you. Too. I'm always early. Why do you think hairdressers are always late? Well, because they think, um, I think they get self-indulged. Self-indulged. Yeah, yeah, I think they think that yeah. uh, this, this client really needs them, you know, that mm -hmm. they're obligated to them. It don't work like that. No. But listen, one particular day I came in late. And my, one of my favorite clients was sitting in someone else's chair. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I'm here now. Well, Carl, he's, he's doing my hair. Too bad, too sad. <laughs> and I liked her. Yeah. You know, I mean, I liked her stories. I liked the way she made mm. me feel, you know, because, you know, we vibed. And that was the biggest heartbreak. And, mm. and, you know, and I stopped being late 
right yeah. after that because I lost her. Yeah. And this was the lady that was getting color, getting a haircut every month. Yeah. This, this was a big ticket item, you know, and I lost her. And not only did I lose her, but I had to watch her sit in someone else's chair yeah. across the room. Yeah. She come in, oh, hi, Carlton. Mm -hmm. You know, and I had to just swallow it up, you know, for a long time. And uh, I never got her back. So once you lose them, you don't get them back. No. So to all you hairdressers yeah. that think that being late is cool, trust me, it's not. It's going to hit you like a, a ton of bricks one day. You're going to lose somebody that you really, really enjoy, someone that's really makes your day, and you're going to feel that pain. Yeah. Yeah, I pain. have always been early, so I don't really relate to people being late. Yeah. <laughs> I don't relate to them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, talk to the future professional because I have so many future professionals say, well, once I'm working for somebody, right. then I'll do everything right. But it's interesting because I start to see, wow, that's not even true because it's you play not. like you practice. However right. you act in school, you'll eventually for sure start acting that way wherever you're right. at. Right. It's so. just uh, like somebody say, okay, uh, uh, once I get my own apartment, I'll start making up my bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, come yeah. on now. That ain't yeah. going to happen. And yeah. you, like you say, you, 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 you play like you play you, like you practice right now. yeah talk to that future professional that's stuck it's like well yeah that's good for you to say carlton but i just don't have the strength that you have what should they do what's the first step that they should do i know you said focus on one thing at a time which i think mm -hmm. is great advice what's well, like a first step to get unstuck i think you got to start writing things down and, yeah and the more you see it the more you believe it yeah you know i love it you know, if it, write it on your hand. I write mean, it everywhere. Yeah, if you got ta if you like tattoos, tattoo it on yourself. Tattoo it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, put that yeah. affirmation right there. I am the greatest, and I am the latest, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> Carlton, um, give your age to everybody. On the 65 call right now. years 65 old. 65 years old. Most people have retired by 65. I know. And you're you're still going strong. I don't see you retiring anytime I, you know, soon. I've What's next for you? I, I've been thinking about it, Tina. But I feel like you're refiring. Yeah, that's the way I feel. <laughs> you know, I watch this commercial. They talk about um, what does a retirement plan look for, like for you? And he says, well, I like working. She said, well, let's work on that retire that plan yeah. for your retirement. I like working, too. I'm yeah. never going to retire. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> see it in my future. No. You know, and I thought about it. I'm like, well, what would you do, really? Yeah. Really. I'm like, I really enjoy giving back to yeah. these students. I really enjoy their victories. I really enjoy being a part of their journey. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I really enjoy making a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And so. And you have. You make a huge difference. Well, so thank we, you. I am writing you. a book. Yes. I'll, I'll share it with you, you in the next podcast. Yes. Yes. Okay, but it is with my former employer. Mm -hmm. And it's basically just a book with things that I remember. Yeah. You know, my travels, the experiences, you know, the shows, the parties that she planned, you know, all of that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what's going to be the name of it? Do you know yet? I do, but I need to check in. Yes, it. gotcha. Okay, okay so, so mom's the word right now, yeah. but stay tuned. We'll do another podcast yeah, with Carlton Northern. <laughs> Thank you, Tina. Yeah, we love you, Carlton. Thanks for you. doing this interview. Oh, my pleasure.
Thanks for listening. And don't forget to send us your stories of transformation through www.tinablack.net. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give it a rating and subscribe. See you next time.